Welcome to Pure Doctrine Today, a short podcast long on truth for the race to know Jesus. We've been looking at Genesis 1 and the six days of creation and Genesis 2, creation's completion. As we were moving through creation's completion in Genesis 2, we saw that God has left a pattern for us as those he has created, a work-rest pattern. God has called us six days of a seven-day week to work and to have one day of rest. And that day of rest should be bent towards him. We're to do the work God has given us and to worship him in that work. Both work and rest are to be worship in our relationship to God. We walk with him, relate with him in it. We depend on him. We look to him for wisdom and we enjoy him and give thanks for the privilege of work that he has given us, being involved in something meaningful in this world. Then there's this phrase in verse 4 of chapter 2, these are the generations. This is a phrase that marks off the portions of Genesis. Usually it refers to dependence. Uh, But here it refers to the created universe. These are the generations sometimes looks back here in Genesis 2 is looking back. But usually in Genesis, these are the generations, looks forward. So as we look at Genesis 2 and this enlargement of part of the finished creation process, we're looking at man and his completion in verses 5 through 25. And we note also in verse 4, the name Lord God begins to appear, Yahweh Elohim. Elohim refers to God as the sovereign creator. And we saw this majestically in in, uh, Genesis chapter 1. Yahweh, Lord, refers to the covenant God, the I am of Exodus. He is eternally the same. And he is the one who makes and keeps his promises to his people. And this fits so well with the created purpose of man. The name that God gives to Israel in Exodus the covenant redeeming God to his covenant redeemed people. He is the creator and the redeemer. And then back to the creation of man in verse 7, the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And this idea of formed man brings to mind the picture of the potter working on the clay in his workshop. We're all God's creation We're his by creation, his shaping. It's true of all of us. Listen to Psalm 139, 13 and 14. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Friends, this is true of every one of us. Maybe you're having a horrible, horrible day. We'll take out Psalm 139, 13 and 14 and read the truth about you from God's perspective. But man was made from dust, of matter, in that way, like the animals, dependent, weak, from dust, back to dust. Genesis 3.19, By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. But there's this uniqueness also, In verse 7, where God breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life. 
He became a living creature. It allowed man to be made in the image of God, a personal being, to have a soul and spirit for relationship. And there's this intimacy of breathed into his nostrils. Ah, what a creation. And we'll look at that more next time. Thank you for listening. See you then.